This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hot giggity dog. It's time for another edition of the Basement Bookers Podcast. It's me, your family-friendly host, Basement Chair, and with me, my partner, the other half of the Basement Bookers podcast this year podcast, Rich Riz, and we're going to educate you on the fundamentals of professional wrestling. That's not what we do. Am I, does that make me the not family-friendly one? No, it's implied because you're a part of the team, the Basement Bookers okay. podcast. You know, you're very you you're a very you centric person, Rich. You know, you can't you can't spell W without we. And that is us together for the basement book of verse. And that is I'm why I am the basement champion, because I care about everyone. I'm I'm just gonna say yes to all this, that. This all inclusive basement bookers man. podcast. That's right, all all inclusive. No weight limits, no 205. There's a weight limit, okay? We don't okay. we don't deal in unhealthy uh, weight here. You know, you got to be very careful because it, when, when I need to cut the wall out of your apartment and equipment to remove you from it, Listen, we got to That's not going to be the Listen, you might have to do that for to get me out of this hotel. Uh, once uh, once we're done here, because we we be having biscuits and gravy and doing all the Nashville stuff. What I'm saying is no no but no 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 giants. Once I'm, right, once I am back in Brooklyn, I will be back on the regimen of trying to lose the weight. Okay, but I wasn't even referring to you. I'm just Good. saying in general, Good. if we have, if you have to, um, you know, have the wall cut out of your apartment and be removed with equipment, you have an issue. Is what I've that's that's the whole point of that. There is a weight limit here. Okay. Um, so speaking of breaking the wall down, sort of. Chris Jericho was in Blood and Guts this week. Oh, was he? I didn't yes. see it. Of course I saw it. Yes. And in the Blood and Guts match, Santana apparently injured his uh, either his knee or his leg. I haven't actually heard word of what the injury was. But we saw him perform a urinagi on someone. And like his left leg was just planted wrong and like twisted. Um, so we saw, uh, he was seen on the floor talking to officials. And he was... Helped to the back before the match ended. He didn't get a whole lot of time in the match. Yeah, I didn't notice. Um, but he did manage to climb to the top of a cage. No. What no, he mean? didn't. He wasn't out there. Jericho? Uh, uh, Santana. Oh. Santana's the one that was injured. Uh, who cares about him? He didn't uh, have to shave his head. He didn't. No, he didn't. He doesn't give up anything. That's what the, the real stipulation should have been. If Jericho wins, then they both have to shave their heads. Yeah, Jericho should shave his head. Jericho's never going to shave his head again. His hair is is not the uh, the the lustrous locks 
it once was. Yeah, but a lot of rock stars, you know, old aging rock stars, they try to keep their hair, even though they shouldn't. Yes. So I think that's that's um, in him keeping with the part of his, his character. Oh, man. See, ever since I finally saw the light and took your advice and started shaving my head, I'm just seeing this all over. It's like, listen, I, like I see your scalp. You should probably just shave it before it gets embarrassing. I'm the Joe Gacy of shaving your head. I, Are you I get people to join the movement nice. that I am not even a part of, <laughs> but that, that it's t- sometimes you have to give up. Well, you were shaving your head for a while. Yeah, but, but like I have hair that. Yeah, like it's like yeah. I always attribute it to like you know using a wheelchair, one that you can walk, you know. Right. So I felt like you know what I'm gonna stop doing that. I'm gonna let it grow. Um, and you know it 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 is freeing. You know it does feel nice, but it's like mm-hmm. I have my hair just grows back too fast and full and lush and beautiful to be to keep chopping it down. So I feel like you know. Yeah, I brought my um, I have this head shaver thing. I'm not gonna advertise it because they're not paying me. Um, but they say you're supposed to use it at least once every two days, otherwise it gets like too long for it to really work, right? So, but I did, I use it Saturday and I used it um, Mon- yeah Monday and I use it Wednesday and like each time. I kind of felt like it was kind of pulling at my hair. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, I was told as a kid, my hair grows in pretty fast. So I guess I have to use it every day, but I'm too fucking lazy for that. You know, you should just, like, every day just dip your head in wax and just tear it off. You know? Just I, saw, like- <laughs> I saw a video of a guy at a barber shop, and they were doing that. But so we now we, we've seen videos of, like, people getting waxed and they use like small strips right a little at a time like maybe an inch wide at a time right this guy they they did the whole head of wax they and they put like a uh, like one whole sheet of whatever whatever they use to rip off the like the hair just one whole sheet on his head and they were trying to like do the whole thing at once and it, at that point, you just pulling it. It was a really funny video. This dude was in agony because they were trying to pull like his whole scalp worth of hair at once. See, if he could do it, you can do it. Dude, I could barely sit through it to watch it. Yeah, but really what you're saying is, you know what? I think I might try it. It sounds like a great idea. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, OK, well, I think that's what you're saying. It's not. That's, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be crystal clear on this. That is not what I'm saying. Waxing my head is not a thing I plan on doing. Ever. What about sticking your head in that thing that, like, uh, shines bowling balls? Maybe. Like in the Simpsons. Maybe like I've never actually seen one of those things, so I'd want to like get a look at how it works before I just stick my head in a thing. But I'm not saying did you shine your head in the shino ball? Oh, (laughs) oh, 
but I'm not saying no to that. I just ha- I got I have to look at the at the machinery first. It doesn't sound like the best idea, but we'll see. Yeah, you know what they should do like at a barbershop? They should have like so like you don't even have to bar- bother anybody. It'll be like a machine and it basically does what the like you know how they clean. You ever gone golfing? No. And, well, they have a thing where they clean the. Have you gone balls. golfing? Yeah, I've been. I told like, you. Like really? Been. I don't remember. Yeah, like when I was a kid and I was on the football team, there was like this youth thing where like they would take you would play like golf with like some fucking older people or whatever. It was like cool. some weird thing. Yeah, Diker, and I got a hat because I did okay, I guess. But I remember it was a lot of fucking walking. And it was cool while we got to get on the golf cart thing. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but yeah, I have been. But like, you know what? You got, how you, there's a device that they use to clean the balls with. They I've should have that. Bugs, I see it in Bugs Bunny cartoons. Yeah, so they should have that for your head, and you could just like you know insert coins. You know, yeah. you just just step in and just go. A little bit of a nice. buff. Yeah, exactly. Off the dome. Yeah, if you want, you could have a lady do it, but that costs extra. Yeah, definitely want to have a lady buff the dome. Not speaking of, I can't do that. Um, Dana Brooke revealed on Twitter that she missed Raw because she, quote, got into a bad car accident this week, but noted that she's, quote, doing good and will be back in no time. I mean, how bad was it if she's doing good and be back in no time? Uh, I don't know. Like, maybe her car is total and she's just, like, shaken up. I don't know. I don't know because that doesn't sound like a like a I'm lucky to be alive tweet. That's like, yeah, everything's cool, I guess. You know, I bet somebody just stopped short in front of her and then she rear ended them. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how we're gonna go on without the twenty four seven championship being defended, but you know, we're gonna everybody moves on in life. Indeed. She's still the champ, I guess. Uh, probably. I don't care. That's how much I know. Right. Right. That belt is unfortunate. It's, it's not even like the, the, the FTW championship is above that one. So it is. All right. And more people held it. The F. The 24 seven. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Uh, moving on. Uh, so according to Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Bruce Pritchard called Tony Khan to ask if Jericho, Brian Danielson, Paul White, and Mark Henry would record brief videos to air on Raw Cena Celebration, which we saw three of these four. Uh, Tony Khan agree, uh, agreed, leaving it up to the talent whether they want to participate. All four did, but for whatever reason, WWE decided to not include Mark Henry's. Uh, probably for time, because... The Randy Orton video and the Triple H one were cut for time. Like they 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 put them, but they're not as long as the the original posts on the social media. Did they? Do you know if they include the Mark Henry video on social media? Um, I didn't look for it, so someone might have shared it. Okay. But uh, the only ones I saw because I wasn't looking for anything, they were just there. Was the you know, I don't think I don't know if I follow Mark Henry, but I follow you know, Randy Orton. You know, I, I imagine the Mark Henry one might have been long because of 
the retirement thing, which was literally the best thing Mark Henry ever did in his career. I mean, that's just your opinion. I'm sure he doesn't think so. Or I mean, maybe I he probably, does. I don't know. Probably it was just so well done. I don't know. I I, I would think becoming world champion would be up like there, that, but like that was great. But like particularly because that was the Cena feud. Did he win world title from Cena? I don't think so. No, he beat Randy Orton. Did I, Cena beat Mark Henry for the world title? No, but Mark Henry was still the world champion. I'm okay. saying that would be more important probably than the fucking Cena like fake retirement angle. That's what my point was. Okay. You're right. You're right. It's just that in the in the context of Cena that was amazing. Yeah. Uh WWE announced they've signed both Logan Paul and Bellator fighter Valerie Lareda who has a 4 and 1 record. Uh, the press release notes that she's, quote, an international Taekwondo champion and black belt. Wow, four and one. That means they had five fights. Right. That, that's so, five more than me, but I'm saying, like, okay, what are we talking about here? Right. All I know is I like her social media. Right. Yeah, I'm sure that'll, uh, you know, that'll really make everything better for all of SmackDown and Raw's fucking women divisions. Like, the only one that's good is NXT, and that's barely. Yeah. Like, um, she, I, I wish she's not going to be the hero to save. If Ronda Rousey can't save your women's division, then I don't know what, what we're doing here. Well, Ronda's kind of cringe to watch talk. So. Yeah, but, like, so is everybody who's not Becky Lynch. So I don't know what to tell you here, sir. That's true. Like, Every time, like, I like Rhea so, Ripley, but she can't talk as well. Right. It always sounds weird. So I don't know if it's the material. She's just not a talker. Mm-hmm. Even though, for for instance, even though Becky was, I knew Becky was only coming out to be on commentary. When she when she grabbed the mic, I put my phone down. I put my phone down because I wanted to hear what she had to say. And she was reiterating stuff that she's already said. You know, I, uh, blah, blah, blah. We'll we'll get into that later, um, but you pay attention to Becky. You know she's going to deliver on the mic every time. I pay attention to everybody. It's just easier than, than oh, I do too. But other people, yeah, it, yeah, it's it's easier to to watch her talk and hear her talk. Uh, Io Shirai, whose NXT contract reportedly expires in August, has allegedly been telling friends in Japan that she's going back there when her contract expires. So it's one more out of the women's division. I mean, good for her. Like, what is she really doing anyway? Just wasting her time. Like, she could be spending with people that care about her a lot. Yup. Joey Ryan, who was working through his initial 90-day probationary period at Disneyland was let go after the company discovered the harassment allegations against him online. That's fucked up. Like, you hired him. Like, you didn't fucking vet him? Oh, like, the, don't... Oh, this is, sorry? It's part, of the, it's part of the process. He's, he's on probation while they finish the vetting process. They, I guess they vetted his real name, and then they looked into, like, his social media, and like, oh, it's, it connects to... To this wrestler, Joey Ryan. Let's see what all that's about. Oh, yeah, let's not. Yeah, okay, but no, it's still bullshit. 
because like let's just use that argument okay sure but what if he was like actually dangerous like mm-hmm. you already hired him so like what if it was you know what i'm saying like that's why i think that's kind of weird it like, is should but, make sure but, like especially people are going to be around kids and stuff like that it's just bullshit because i it's just interesting the timing after somebody snaps his photo and then he's fired like i'm pretty sure if that didn't happen he would still have a job that's what i probably because like you're just it, going by like generally just like taking them for their word you know but i don't know about that i think it's like the timing is a little convenient don't you think well, that's probably exactly what it is. Someone took a photo, said, hey, I saw Joey Ryan working at Disneyland. And then they're like, wait, what do you mean? And they looked into all that and everything. The thing the thing about this 90-day probation period is legally they like they can fire you for any reason or for no reason. They're just like, now nah, we're done. I understand 90 that. 90 days, we have that right. And that, and, and that sucks, but that's what it is. Yeah. Last bit of news until more comes in. A press release announced that Ric Flair is partnering with a company called Kitchen Data Systems to launch a virtual restaurant called Woo Wings. Uh, the flagship store opens on July 28th right here in Nashville with national distribution coinciding with the Starcade weekend, July 29th through 31st. Well, you got to pay alimony somehow. Yup. Woo wings. I didn't even trust myself to hit that note before, let alone now. No. Can't do it again. It's okay if you don't. All right. We all understand. So let's jump into the Forbidden Door pay-per-view, not premium live events, different company. Uh, There was the pre-show, which was meh. Yoshihashi and Goto beat QT Marshall and Aaron Solo. Lance Archer beat Nick Camarado with the blackout. Um, was this? I think this was. Uh, Kanemaru. Uh, uh, Keith, uh, Keith Lee and Swerve Scott beat Kanemaru and Desperado with the Big Bang Catastrophe or whatever they end up calling it in AEW because they haven't named it yet. Cool. Opening match on the pay-per-view proper uh, was, I think, I think this was, uh, was uh, Max Caster, Billy Gunn, and the Gun Club beating L.A. Dojo. Even though the Gun Club weren't part of the match, they just went to the back because Danhausen played an Ass Boys song, and they're like. Yeah, we're gonna chase you to the back, and we chase him to the back, and that was it. Yeah, those guys, those ass boys are so good that their own father doesn't like him. Right. Not I'm, that the acclaimed are much better. I don't like them, but it's like, would 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 you rather, you know, eat this, you know, shit or this shit? Like, all right. Well, then the the acclaimed are better on the mic. And I think the acclaimed are a little bit more polished. They have more. one guy. They have one guy that does like okay rap. That can't mm-hmm. start without listen. 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 I'm sorry, but we've been doing this for years and you know, we didn't turn it into a rap. He's he's making sure you're listening. Listen. It's he sounds like I'm a listening. little kid. Listen, listen. 
<laughs> like, no, Escuchame. shut up. Escuchame. Remember, uh, uh, what's his name? I forgot. Armando Alejandro. Max Caster, shut up. <laughs> uh, Jericho, Sammy, and Minoru Suzuki beat Umino, Kingston, and Yuda with the Judas effect to my earn the man advantage of guts. My least favorite part of Forbidden Door is the name, closely followed by saying all these names that aren't American. It's hard for me to do. We're not accustomed to hearing Japanese names. Look, it's too fancy. I need some basic shit, guys. Let's fucking <laughs> let's 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 help out here a little bit. All right, let's let's give a take here. You know what? Maybe maybe, ne- maybe next time we have to cover uh, cover a lot of uh, Japanese uh, New Japan wrestlers. Maybe we can bring in someone to help us out with the pronunciation. We can discuss that later. Just throwing it out there. Are you trying to tell me to educate myself? What no, is I'm not. No, I'm suggesting we bring someone in to help us. To say them for us. All right, Boomer. Since you're always getting help to set your VCR or whatever. This is I nothing do. new. <laughs> damn fl- a damn flashing 12 o'clock. It's just not, you got to stop unplugging the fucking thing by accident. It'll stop doing that. Just leave it plugged in. It doesn't have memory. <laughs> the funniest thing, I think, is, is, is that one mutual friend of ours that we have that always unplugs everything in her house before she leaves the house every time. I mean, better safe than sorry, I guess. Right, but... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of an explanation of why she's late to everything. Yeah. Anyway, moving moving on from that. Electro waves can be sent <laughs> feedback. Anyway, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um I also didn't hear anything about um Dax Dax's shoulder injury. Nah, you just put some Kinesio tape or whatever and you're good. Yeah, so I don't know so I don't know if that was work or not. Uh, it must be if, like, he barely sold it in his trios match. Or was that before? I think that was after. Okay, there we go. Yeah, because um, they had to, like, change shit last minute because people were, like, out or whatever. Yeah. So FTR became the IWGP uh, tag team champions. But nobody was surprised by that, right? There's no so. way. No. Uh, we had Juice Robinson, who was there. Like, hey, how about someone send, like, go up to Juice and say, hey, give me that title that's not yours. I think they're doing a storyline, probably. They are, but, you know, make it make sense. Or well, maybe it's us. not an AEW storyline. It's a New Japan storyline. They want to pay it off on their shit. I, I get that. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. But Excalibur should have explained Excalibur specifically because that's his job. Should have explained why Juice Robinson is holding the title and why no one has gone up to him and tried to take it. Are we oh. sure he hasn't? No. Because you might have been tuning him out, but I'm pretty sure I heard something about why he's not 
because he's I, I I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's mentioned something about it. Well, Juice was pinned by Will Ospreay in the match, from what I'm I recall, from what I was told, uh, from what I think Excalibur told us. Yeah, but or maybe Osprey said it. There's a point where I don't know if it was during the match with Orange Cassidy, but he was there, like in the stands. Yeah. I I, I don't I don't know, man. I. Are you sure Excalibur didn't say anything about what's going on between them? Because usually, like, if a thing happens, he'll he'll make the reference. Yeah, not that not that I recall, but it's been a week, so and it's been a long week, so I might have forgotten it. Okay, well, maybe say allegedly. Allegedly, because I'm not, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but if you're not sure, sure, but I don't know. I I I usually give him credit for like talking about things i don't care about so mm-hmm. it might have been a thing that i also filtered out but i don't know i i like he's usually pretty good with that stuff yeah unless it, it somebody yelled at him nobody cares about the storyline and only you know but i don't know <laughs> I, I don't think because that wasn't me because I, sometimes right. i appreciate it mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of because like, i feel like i don't sense. like i know you mentioned on the podcast why that happened yeah. But I'm pretty sure I heard it again on TV. Mm-hmm. That's all. It makes sense that they'd only mention it like the one time. So like if we missed it, then we just missed it. They're not gonna they're not gonna repeat it. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, let's see. Miro got missed while he had Pack in the game over, and then Pack made. Clark Connors tapped to the Brutalizer to win and become the first All-Atlantic champion. And we haven't seen him since. Not a lot of people. Well, it's only been one show. Two. Dynamite uh, and Rampage. What, well, Dynamite and Rampage, it's the same night. So, really, it's one show. If you think about it. Like, come on, dude. Like, he just won it. Would you want him to show up on Dynamite? Yeah. Like, how do you know he's not one of the people who are afflicted or whatever? Whatever's happening with why people couldn't show up to Dynamite and uh, Rampage and whatnot. I don't know. Tell us, Tony Khan. Yeah, but if it's two weeks, yeah, you could be like, yeah, he hasn't been seen since. Dude, it's been one fucking, one pay-per-view. Like, not everybody shows up the the show right after, though. Pretty sure. They should. If you want Man. you want the title, you should come celebrate. God damn it, dude. <laughs> he's not that kind of, but he's not that kind of guy. Yeah, he's a bastard. Yeah. Like if if that was like something that he's done, then I'd be like, yeah, I'm sure, but like, no, that doesn't that's not the character he conveys here. Mm-hmm. Speaking of not in character, Sting fucking stop it. Just stop. Whatever Whatever it is that you're doing, stop. He's jumping a daredevil. Jumping off the tunnel, wrestling, being on TV, talking, stop. Wow. Just stop. Like, I think at this point, Darby Allen is going to sink or swim on his own. Who are you to you tell know? Sting what to do? Sting, still accompanying Darby Allen, is only shine the light. On what little confidence they have in Darby to be a star himself. They're just gonna they're gonna have Sting fight Darby Allen. 
I'm okay with long-term booking that doesn't involve Christian, but come on. Like, can we hurry up? As long, I think you'll be happy if it's like the reverse of what Christian Cage is doing with Jungle Boy. And instead of like Christian Cage wishing that Jungle Boy's whole family was dead with the exception of his mother, who he wants to fuck. Like, <laughs> it could just it could just be like Darby Allen like channeling you and be like, you should have just died before you got here or when you got the chance because I'm going to fucking hurt you. Yeah, <laughs> but like... But that's like he's not getting any younger. Pull the yeah. trigger already. Listen, man, we all know why you say that. So I know, I know, <laughs> they don't, I know they don't want to turn. Well, they'd probably turn Darby heel. They're probably not going to turn. Steve. Well, he can't. They can't turn him. Not turn him heel and have him be like, you, you're going to wish you were dead, old man. <laughs> uh, sounds like a face to me. I don't know about you. <laughs> you probably. <laughs> I'd buy that guy a beer. That says that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't doubt that. Oh, jumping off of tunnels. It's like, you didn't even do this 30 years ago. Why are you doing it now? But, Rich, he was in the rafters. He used to do that, but not jump from it. But now he's jumping from things. He's in midlife crisis mode. Mid? <laughs> 60s is not mid. <laughs> 60s 60, is well past mid. 60s the new 70, bro. Right. That's like three-quarter life crisis. Well, maybe you should talk to him about it. I think I, I think Sting's son is old enough to be having a midlife crisis right now. Does, <laughs> do you know Sting does cameo? Jeez. You know who, pushes, gr- the bu- who pushes the the virtual buttons for him? You know, it'd be pretty good if someone was like ordering a cameo for Sting. I'm like, listen, um, this is for my brother, for my friend Steven. Um, if you could tell him that, like, you know, he's fought really hard. He's done very well his whole career. <laughs> and, you know, everybody loves him. And really, uh, they don't want him to get hurt. So if you could convince him to stop doing this dangerous work of his and to stupid come, stunts, it's he keeps my my son Stephen keeps doing these stupid stunts. You know he's a little too mm. old to be doing them though. Could you talk mm. him out of it and then just have Sting <laughs> and just watch Sting's face slowly change and realize it's about him? <laughs> That'd be worth it. That'd be so worth it. Like, I, I got I to gotta look into how much a Sting cameo is now. And he's like, I'm not reading this shit. And then it ends. <laughs> this is, so this is to, to, to a, a close buddy of mine, a lot of people's favorite wrestler, Steve. <laughs> no. He's going to know. It has to be more subtle than that. <laughs> <laughs> Even oh. he's not that fucking crazy. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, listen, I haven't uh, talked to him, so I don't know. Oh my god! If anybody does that, you'd be a legend. And like Stig is like that dude. Like if you pay, he'll do it. It's like all right. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd be the one, be like, wait a minute, I'm not reading this. You could do whatever you want. You're a grown ass man. Jump off of everything. <laughs> Jump you off show all the these things. kids, you still got it. Oh my god. 
also, like part of it is much like Ric Flair. We don't want to see the end of your life in the ring or on TV. Please, please. I don't think it's gonna get that far. I hope. Like I don't want it to. Like that. That I don't want it to. Just like, keep. All right. Just so, keep them away you, from John Moxley. Did you? I know you watched SmackDown. Did you see Liv Morgan's dot uh, Tope Suicida onto? What was supposed to be two people, but ended up being nobody. Yeah, you know, like she seemed right there. fine, though. She did, but, like, that's not a safe landing. Yeah. She's like, because she's still, like, 22 and, like, has all her cartilage. Yeah, they should really take it easy. Yeah. Like, like learn from Claudio. Hashtag no more topes. No, like, Claudio the gentle, where he just gently sets Chris Jericho face first onto the cage did you see that yeah oh my god bro. there were there were a couple of those like we get it you're a nice guy but damn like <laughs> why did you just tuck well, him in at night i i think i think i know what it is and we're, i'll get back to uh the uh forbidden door momentarily but like during during blood and guts like there's so many guys in the ring there are so many uh people involved that i guess at at whatever point people like well the camera's probably not on me so i I can be safe here i can be safe doing and but the camera's on you it's about it's kind of about this is where wwe production is better than AEW's production because wwe production you're as far as i know you're told to assume the camera is always on you so Always be selling or always make it look good. AEW, they're obviously looser with that. Or always try to get the baby oil slash fucking alcohol through the cage as if you're on fucking camera. <laughs> yeah. And did you did you see when Jericho was in the corner trying to trying to like get out of the cage? Like he was shaking the, the door. Yeah. That door opened like a damn foot. Pass the bottle through there. Yeah, that would have been easier <laughs> and less hey, silly. Toss it over. Oh, the the the, the it, it had a roof. roof. I realized there was a roof. We I realized. weren't talking about Chris Jericho being on said roof. And we were. So Castagnoli. I noticed something. the The area where Sammy got tossed off of it looked like there was a little platform up there, like just that one spot. Yeah, that was a lot of weird stuff going on this uh, thing. I wonder if that was like a little rubberized to prevent like accidental slips right there. Maybe, maybe because maybe because they practice and they're like, wait a second, this could be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I'm if it's if it's going to look believable that I'm tossing you off, like I might slip and mm-hmm. fall. and That's no good. Um, just just talk about this for a second. I appreciate so a lot of the um my criticisms of the previous Blood and Guts match were how unsafe the structure was, like the the amount of space between the structure and the ring, and like like that like that was a big one. They got much better with that this time. They put they had platforms on the sides to on the left and right sides to minimize that. 
and the structure overall seemed tighter to the ring. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, Wheelie Yuta's leg went down between the sides, but like it didn't look like it was loose enough that he could completely fall through. Like which happened, I don't, I don't remember to whom, but to someone at the last blood and guts. So they are like improving on safety in these matches. So good on them. I appreciate it. Keep up, keep improving because there are there is still room for improvement. But good shit. The crash pad that Sammy landed on was not noticeable, which was good. Like we didn't see the actual crash pad, but we did see that the the table was still propped up by something behind his head. Mm. So they're getting better. They're improving. I like it. I appreciate it. As a viewer, that's what we want to see. We want, we want it to seem more real. We don't like. We don't want to see the shrinks. You know, just to use an analogy. All right, moving no on. No strings attached. Right, no strings attached. Moving on, back to <sighs> fucking Sting. All right. Uh, so Shingo, Takagi, Sting, and Darby beat Fantasmo and the Bucks with the Last of the Dragon, which is apparently a spinning Death Valley driver. Cool. Good stuff. Uh, we had uh. Tony Schiavone was about to talk to Shota Umino while uh, and then Jericho and and I don't remember what the 2.0 guys are called now. I don't think they have a tag team name now. Uh, they walk those up. Those two fucking guys. Yeah, those two fucking guys. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, big Matt, like Magic Matt and Big Ange or whatever the hell. Not Big Ange. That's a woman, but whatever. And Angelo Parker. He's, he's got a nickname too, but I just don't remember it. Um, uh, my notes here. I apologize, by the way. I'm on a crappy laptop, formerly known as the ridiculously expensive Resitron 5000, but it's pretty old at this point. It's not and that expensive. Not, well, now it wouldn't be. <laughs> but you, you know what I mean. You uh, know, inflation. There you go. Yes. So Jericho threw a fireball in Chodo Umino's face. All righty. Uh, Thunder Rosa beat Tony Storm with the final reckoning, which is a twisting vertical suplex to retain. Then they shook hands because they are still buddies. Yeah, we're going to have might be a thunderstorm coming. Thunderstorm. I heard that. I'm like, oh, are you doing that? Like, is that, like, did you put them together specifically for that phrasing? I mean, would you put it past Tony Khan? Nope. There you go. I think you have your answer. Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking A. All right. Next up, we had what was a very good match. I expect it to be a very good match because Will Ospreay is one of the GOATs. And Orange Cassidy can definitely hold his own. Um, Osprey beat Orange with the Stormbreaker to retain the IWGP US title, which he is still not in possession of. After the match, Aussie Open attacks Orange Cassidy. Uh, Rapungi Vice runs down to break it up. Shibata comes out. It's a mess. 
it was a mess. And that's what they do. Yeah, like, I'm not a fan of that. Too many shenanigans, you know? There's, you know, there's a lot of moving parts because AEW has been cross-promoting with New Japan for a while now. Plus, a lot of the guys in AEW worked in New Japan for a while, so there's, like, these pre-existing feuds. Uh, but, yes, it, you know, this... We were critical of this when AEW was, like, all faction wrestling. They kind of still are. They've just, like, lightened up as far as having all the constant interactions. Well, recently they dropped the ass boys from that thing. So, wasn't that, like, a group? It was, but it's still not one less faction. Like, it's still the Acclaim plus Billy Gunn. Yeah, but that sounds to me more like a tag team with a manager. Yeah, hopefully. Well, I mean, well, Billy Gunn's still in fantastic shape, so I'm not going to tell him to not wrestle anymore. But you know, I mean, obviously, you seem to think you could tell Christian not to wrestle anymore because he sucks. <laughs> I don't think he's that bad, dude. All right, you're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> what you your opinion is one like... half of this podcast. Yes, even though you believe it to be incorrect. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> So if you take the average of my opinion plus your opinion, it equals we don't give a shit about Christian. Okay. And there you go. It, it, that's completely neutral. Exist or don't. Meh. <laughs> that sounds fair. Exist <laughs> or don't. Meh. Exactly. Uh, so Orange Cassidy put sunglasses on Shibata. Crowd pops. Give people what they want. There you go. Speaking yeah, of the people are pretty easy. <laughs> yep. Speaking of giving the people what they want. As the world predicted, there was sort of some other predictions also, but as most of the world predicted, Claudio was the surprise replacement for Brian Danielson. I predicted it as well. I think you did too. Yeah, it wasn't difficult, you know. Just, you know, we're not psychic friends here. Right. But, um, yeah, it was a no-brainer, I feel. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I did speculate maybe it's Brie Bella, but no, no, that would have been the closest thing I could have gotten. What were the trust factors? And it's a little too early for Big Johnny to be all elite. You know, he's still working for Vince. He is. (laughs) Imagine Johnny Ace. Johnny Ace is all elite. Oh, my God, that would be great. I just think about it. Instead of hugging Claudio, it would be Tony Khan hugging Big Johnny. Big Johnny. Had him wrestle a five-star match with Zack Sabre Jr. (laughs) And somehow he was able to pull it off. It's like, wow, all you had to do was come clean. That's amazing. (laughs) Uh, So this match was the banger that we all expected it to be. I, I mean, I could watch Claudio or Zack Sabre Jr. all day. I mean, I'd have to eventually, like, find something else to do. But, uh, yeah, it's it was cool. It was a fun little little match there that they had. It was pretty yeah, cool. Hot, hot start. Yeah, I thought hot he was going to win. I was like, yeah, this is fine. If that's what happens mm-hmm. and you could still get Zack Sabre Jr. versus Daniel Bryan, Brian Daniel Burberson, yep. then, you know, more power. That's fine. But mm-hmm. they went the way they did, and that's okay, too. Next up, we had the Fatal 4-Way. Uh, this was for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. 
no update on Adam Cole, baby, but it looked like he was hurt during the match. The finish seemed really abrupt. Yeah, it didn't look like a finish finish. Right. It was like uh, Jay White hit the uh, Blade Runner on someone, and then he goes over and pins Cole. Yeah, he pinned. He hit the Blade Runner on Okada, and then pinned Cole. I wonder if he was. I think the original plan might have still been the same. Yeah, probably. Just the finish was different. Um, yeah. After the match, I, I noticed uh, Jay White whisper something to the ref, and doctors were checking on Cole. Yeah, it's like, listen, I'll give, I'll slip you twenty dollars if you kill him. Just, oh, okay. Yeah, just finish him off for me. Because, you know, if you don't kill him now, they'll just come back and be a stronger enemy or whatever. Yeah, just an air, air bubble in a syringe. Switchblade right. knows this. Yep. Then we had the Fatal 4-Way. Was it Fatal 4-Way? I don't know. Oh, no, it was, uh, it was uh, just Mox versus uh, Tanahashi. That was it. Because uh, all the qualifiers and everything. Yeah. Um. So neither of those matches went the way I thought they were going to. Apparently, because you I, thought they I, were going to just switch belts. Yeah, I wonder if they saw the speculation online and they're like, well, let's give them something different. I don't know about that. I think it's kind of silly to just change your plans based on the fans. Like Vince, he's had a pretty successful job of not listening. Yeah, and like but- it still works. <laughs> Right, but he listened to the fans for Yeslemania. Okay, yeah, but that's an outlier. Switching this is kind of lame because it would have actually been better if they just went with it. Like, who gives a fuck with the marks? Like, that's the problem. That's the difference between Tony Khan and Vince. Tony Khan's a fucking mark. Mm-hmm. Like uh, MJF said, and Vince is a fucking promoter. So that's why you you don't need to listen to the you don't listen to us idiots all the time. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. True, true. Think, yeah, I just think that just shows his lack of maturity. If he's gonna, if that's what dictates what you do. Oh, mm-hmm. everybody sees it coming. Let's not do. Let you know. Come on. It is a little immature. Don't yeah, you have but... a plan? I I don't know. I mean. Listen, he had to scramble when Punk got injured. Yeah, so. well, that's his. That's the. That's all on CM Punk's dumbass. Like you didn't have yeah. to do that shit, dude. You could have just right. got into the fucking ring. It's a. It's a friggin' hop over the top rope. That's not necessary. Yeah, but not you know we've really seen him do a lot. It's like you're super excited and like, listen, here's the thing, and and this is gonna just close the book on that right now. All the AEW crackheads mad at me thinking I'm hating on CM Punk when it couldn't be further from the truth. I've probably been a fan of CM Punk before some of you were even born. Shows mm-hmm. with the gap in uh, age and, and you know in, in the world. But like he if he would have pulled that off, no one would care about it. You know right. what I mean? It's not like it's oh shit, did you see? Bro, bro, did you see how CM Punk Jumped off the top rope and landed in the ring mm-hmm. when all he had to do was climb in. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. All right, where's this bus? I got to get the fuck out of here. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like nobody's doing that. But now, yeah. like, and it also proves, look, you're never too old to learn. Mm-hmm. And you're going to learn today. Now you know better. 
Hopefully. Yep. You're not as young as you once were. Some cheap pop. Oh, he landed on his feet. It was overly excited for the hot tag. Yeah. Now it's like, hey, remember when CM Punk hurt himself doing that mm-hmm. shit? Yeah, that's great. Yep. Mm-hmm. Remember, how, remember how good, even better Forbidden Door would have been if CM Punk would have fucking wrestled? Yeah, yeah I remember. Mm-hmm. And it's Chicago? Mm-hmm. Jesus, no wonder he was fucking crying. Punk versus Okada would have been crazy. Yeah, I think it would have been better than what we got, if I'm yeah. being honest. I, so to move on to the fallout from Forbidden Door. Um, and this was I actually, hate that fucking t- Oh, my God. I hope they retire it. Forbidden just, Door? Yeah, stop saying it because there is no Forbidden Door. They're it's talking co- about doing a, 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 a Forbidden Door 2. In yeah, Japan. well, do that. I'm just saying, like, stop using it in interviews and things like that because there is no Forbidden Door. Mm-hmm. Like this is a thing that's happening. It's just happening. You guys are working together. There's nothing forbidden about it. Right. Like at one point, yes. When it was like it was like like a secret kind of, but like they were, you know what I mean? That kind of thing, like an old school territories type of thing. But now it's like, listen, we all know, and that's enough. It's now yeah, retired. Forbidden Door now is Triple uh, A and CMLL. Sure, but it's they're still kind of doing it, you know. They're doing it, yeah. but not doing You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Anywho. Fallout. Uh, so we had Christian and Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus is heel now. He's because, a badasaurus. Yeah, because Christian told him a thing about something. I think it's because he wants Jungle Boy's family dead, except for his mom, who he wants to fuck. Hmm. <laughs> yes. I gotta um, say, I really like Heel Christian Cage when he's talking about wishing people were dead. Like that's fucking weird to me, but it's it, he. It's almost like you know what? I think he's a guy that does that like off camera. Like that felt believable mm. and easy for him. Hmm. Like, I hate him less as a heel, but I still don't care. Like, he's better on, he seems better on the mic. He seems more comfortable, more natural on the mic now. I just still don't care. He really hates yeah. Jungle Boy. Okay. I, I guess they're trying to make us really like Jungle Boy that much more. Uh, no, not me. Like, the more Christian Cage talks about how much he hates Jungle Boy, I also hate Jungle Boy. <laughs> nice. It's pretty contagious. Like, I want to, mm-hmm. you know, this guy, this guy Christian Cage, you know, he's saying a lot of things, and mm-hmm. they're resonating with me. I think he should be president. You know, uh, let's just, let's just make America chas- charismatic again. You know, let's go. <laughs> wow. You just said Christian Cage is charismatic. Yeah, man, he's so charismatic. <laughs> it's like, man, I also wish Jungle Boy was dead. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I'm so mad at him. <sighs> oh, man. Moving on from that. I don't had... wish anybody was dead, okay? Yeah. I'm just saying Christian not... Cage, he's saying a lot of things. 
We're a comedy podcast. Don't take us seriously. Yeah. Uh, we had the dissolution, sort of, of the gun club, or they dropped Billy, or Billy dropped them. Well, it, tur- it looks to me like the other guy that was miraculously healed and now able to get out of his wheelchair cost the gun club the match. Yeah, Anthony Bones. And um, I guess because Billy Gunn has a thing for Anthony Bones since they scissor all the time, all he the took time. his side right. over his own kid. So, like, I, it's, you know, it's interesting what's happening there. Yeah. Um, Jade defended her CBS championship against uh this girl Layla Gray. Layla Gray was 0 and 4 going into this match. How did she earn a title shot? According to Stokely Hathaway, no one no one else answered the challenge. So because no one else answered the challenge, she was the only one that was willing to step in the ring with her. All right. So if you were paying attention, you would have heard that. I recall hearing that i don't know if i wrote down oh there it is later so the the way the rankings work is you're ranked one to five or once or whatever the hell right i know how the rankings work yeah and in order to face a champion you have to step to the champion or answer a champion's challenge if you're one of those top five in particular. Okay. But no so one Tony, did. Tony Khan can't just say, hey, you're the number one contender. You should face Jade for the TBS title. Dude. Can't like, do that? Are you new to this? That's not the story they're trying to tell. I know. Like... It, it's it's just it's tough for, to reconcile. Why are you making me defend matter? these people? Because this challenger was zero and four. Okay, so what? Like literally, many, Gucci have a beat. All right, and when fucking Cody Rhodes was fighting people from outside of AEW, making them not ranked, what difference does it make? You know what I mean, like. Uh, Warhorse or whatever the fuck his name was didn't have any AEW matches. Mm-hmm. Kingston didn't have any matches when he came in. It's the same true thing. And, true and true. But it was different in that AEW. Oh, I know why it's different. Time. It, you, you bigot. It's sexism, oh. right? Because cause, cause Jay Cargo is a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. And you just can't handle it. Unbelievable. I am an ally. Unlike Rich <laughs> uh, I made it pretty clear on this podcast. I am a fan of Jade. I think she has a ton of potential. For the very limited amount of experience she has, she is incredibly good. And she is getting better. She's okay, so why is it okay? For, you know, people who are not ranked to challenge Cody Rhodes, but this chick can't challenge because no one else decided they want to answer the challenge with the story that they're trying to tell. 
And for all we know, Stokely could be lying and some other shit happened, but that's not what's being given to us. <sighs> and it was just one episode of like, a, a, was it Dynamite or was it Rampage? One of those things. Like, so what? Dynamite. Yeah. It's like, so what? And then we had the, the post-match brawl. Blah, blah, blah. That was confusing. It happens. Yes. Stokely talks to Layla Gray and he's like, hey, go help. The girl that just beat your ass. She does. Yeah, and then, like, she goes to shake her hand, and then she Jade hits her hand out of the way. Like, I don't know if that was all... What What's going on there? Is they trying to, like, bring her in to replace the other one? Or, maybe. you know, maybe that's the storyline, her trying to get in there just to get herself, you know, ahead and stuff? Could be. I wish they they would just connect some of the dots for us. They don't um, have to fucking hold us by the hand. Mm-hmm. It's nice every now and then. Uh, I guess we'll have to agree to disagree. Like sometimes things don't have to be so fucking blatant, you know. It's like mm-hmm. it's twirly mustache here. Look here, guys. This is what we're doing. Oh, twirly mustache. Where is uh? What's his name? Fuck, I don't care. He's on NXT. Oh, yeah. He's a twirly mustache. The dude that fought Zion Quinn, in case you don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I I was thinking of um, the other villain guy, Simon Gotch. Formerly Simon Gotch. I don't remember his name now. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Right. So, the main event obviously was the Blood and Guts match. We discussed some of it already. I thought they could have done a better job. Because, like, towards the end of the match, they showed a replay of what happened to Angela Parker, how he ended up hanging outside the cage all bloodied up. Um, They showed a replay of... I think Wheeler Yuta kind of like chasing him. And like he, he like his whole thing was he was trying to get away from everyone, like the whole match. And so like he climbs through the truss that's in the middle of the two cages. Apparently there's a gap. Like the, the, there's a space between the two cages where the truss, the middle truss was. And so he climbs out. Wheeler Yuta uh, climbs out a little bit above him. And so I was beating on him, and his leg ends up, like, um, wedged within the truss. And, like, then he's just hanging. That was a cool-looking image. It's always good when someone that's not me is uncomfortable. Yes. Uh, we talked about Santana getting hurt. Uh, so waiting for an update on his injury. Still no updates on Brian Danielson. Did Daddy Garcia get stabbed in the head with a fork? Yes. And then... That's so um, unnecessary. And I actually re- I rewatched Blood and Guts because I was falling... I, was, I watched it late Thursday night. And I was literally falling asleep watching it. And it wasn't the fault of the match at all. It was just because it was a long day. It's hot here in Nashville. Really hot out. Heat just knocks you out. Uh, so I was falling asleep. So I rewatched it today. I rewatched the whole thing. 
Uh, Mox took some wooden skewers to the head of Magic Matt Menard. Um, and then Menard hit a low blow to break that up. Do what you gotta do. Fun, chaotic match, as we expected. Sammy took the big dive, as we already mentioned. Yeah, he lived. So that's the problem. Oh. What? 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 Listen, I like Sammy. Podcast. I, I like Sammy. I like Ty. I don't like Sammy and Ty. What? But, uh, but ultimately, it makes some good heels. Yeah. Um, uh, figure out how you're going to pass a freaking bottle of rubbing alcohol beforehand. Don't try to, like, smush the thing. Don't they rehearse the stuff? Uh, you're thinking WWE. No, I think they do it here, too. Come on. They I don't have know. to. I They have to. They have to. What What about the spot where uh, Jericho used the fire extinguisher on Nadie Kingston? Remember that? All right. Maybe they don't, like, do everything, but it's like, okay, I'm going to do this, you know, and you're going to do this. You know what I mean? If anyone, I'm, if I'm not saying they're gonna you're gonna hit him for real with the fire extinguisher in rehearsal, right? Obviously, but like, like you know, walk through the match. As a reminder for you, and in case anyone listening was super carding during the match, Kingston, like Jericho, sprayed it, and then Kingston literally had to walk into the spray to get sprayed. See, if they would have rehearsed it, then mm-hmm. you know. But I'm saying they don't rehearse it. I think they do, though. We may never know. I, I think a good Google search would like tell us, probably, I think. No, I'm going to do that. I, I can't chance it on this laptop. I'm lucky it's uh, still showing me my notes here. I is that, load is it made out of wood? Uh, <laughs> maybe. Ugh. I'm not saying got a laptop made out of wood, y'all. I'm like careful with the high flames. I know. I'm not. I'm not saying there are not wooden parts to it. Yeah, it's kind of dangerous. I think. Yeah. So we should probably hurry before it like burns through your shit. Yeah, working on it. We're working on it. Uh, so Brody King, we're on rampage now. Brody King became the number one contender to John Moxley's interim world title. That'll be an interesting match. Will it? Yes. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we'll just have to agree. Mm. Like, you know how I feel about that guy. Brody King? Yeah. He's just a tatted up fat guy. Like, fuck off, man. He's an athletic tatted up fat guy. Oh, sorry. Athletic tatted up fat guy. Yeah, uh, enough, nothing. You could put him in the the new vicious Viking Raiders. And oh God! I'm, no. glad, I'm glad you caught that too. I'm glad you caught that. This we're, so... we're gonna get to that. Okay. It's it's like stop saying that exact phrase every time. Yeah, it's it's like fucking. It's like what they do with like in the news. They make all these buzzwords and shit. Mm-hmm. Like this is what's happening, guys. You got your marching orders. You know, here you go, guys. Go, go for it. 
Yeah. Uh, Gresham and Lee Moriarty are going to face Tully Blanchard Enterprises' Gates of Agony. I don't know these Gates of Agony guys. But Jonathan Gresham is ROH World Champion. I would like to be told why he's teaming with Lee Moriarty, who as far as AEW viewers, non-ROH viewers are concerned, he is just an AEW dark guy. Well, you know, Tully Bradshaw. Tully Blanchard towers over John Gresham. That's not Gresham's fault. <laughs> like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, this was last week, and I forgot to mention it. I'm like, they shouldn't do that to him. Like, don't mm-hmm. put him in that position. Like, this old, crusty man just towers over him like he's <laughs> his fucking nephew or something. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, protect the man. Send somebody else out there who should be bigger than him. Or have him do, like, the Caleb Braxton method, barefoot and split-legged. And it's, like, it's one thing if the dude was, like, you know, he had his shirt off and you could see what he's working with and shit. But, like, he's clothed up and it's, like, damn, Tully could fuck this guy up, man. He better be (laughs) respectful. (laughs) Yeah, like, Gresham has to stay jacked. Otherwise, he's just a, a little, like... We don't want Jonathan Gresham to become the next Adam Cole, baby. What a tough situation to be in. Well, you have to you have to keep your muscles flexed forever in order for people to know what the fuck is up. Flex forever. That's all he has to do, because other than that, he's just like, I don't know. Like, is he shorter than you or like you guys about the same size? There's no way he's shorter than me. Okay. No, there's no way. There's no way. Uh, Marco Stunt was taller than me. So. Gresham is not short of it, shorter mm-hmm. than me at all. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, so yeah, there's probably an ROH connection between Gresham and Moriarty, but I don't know it. Tell You got to tell us. You know, a, Ring of Honor doesn't even have TV right now, so you, you got to be telling these stories. They should do... Like, um, maybe there's like a YouTube video or something. Uh, at that point, I could watch Elevation and shit. Or Being the Elite. Mm. Too bad they're not as good at video packages as WWE is. Yeah. You could just slap something together real easy before the match and everybody knows exactly what's happening. But also, yep. you'd have to be invested in the match. Yes. Like, they Speaking don't... Of the- they might have wrestlers that like compete and it's like very competitive, but like when it comes to production, like WWE is the undisputed king. Like you cannot beat them. It's yep, just not possible. Definitely. Yeah, they're that's thing. WWE they produce TV shows. AEW puts on wrestling shows, and that's where we see a lot of the, in, the differences in those little intricacies yeah one day edge was sitting down watching aew and he's like you know what beth you know what these kids got and she's like well what are they what are they fucking got? Like, <laughs> they've got grit i want grit and that's when he started his grit shit i believe it yeah <laughs> that that's the backstory 
that's the backstory of the Grick. It's canon. Hmm. So speaking of WWE, let's move on to Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. Then we will get to our predictions for tonight's Money in the Bank and the Basement Championship. So opening Raw was a... You can uh, concede right now. No. All right. Opening Raw was a battle royal. I think it was a battle royal. For uh, the last spot in the men's... Money in the Bank, Riddle won. We saw that. Ginger eliminated Shanky, so obviously there's drama there. Yeah. I apologize. I didn't get to do my highlights because it would have taken a year on this last Battle Royal, brother. Old-fashioned Battle Royal. It's Battle Royal Friday, everybody. Yeah. Fucking A. Also known as, we don't know what else to do. Here you go. Here you go, guys. And look, stop saying that Omos doesn't need a ladder. Because clearly he does. <laughs> clearly he does. Like, you keep saying, like, I get it. All right, it's hyperbole. Like, you say it without the ladders in there. But then you say it with the ladders in there and the cases as high as they are. Yes, he needs a ladder. He yeah. might not need the ladders that are that tall, but he still needs a ladder, you idiot. Yeah, like Stop they making them shown, say that. They should have either shown everyone standing on the same rung of the ladder so that we could see the, their height differences, or have everyone like basically at like the same height level, and we see Omas standing like two rungs below everyone else, and he's still reaching higher than everyone. Even if he jumped up. He would not be able to get it. Right. Like he could probably touch the bottom of it with his finger Mm -hmm. if he jumped up. But like what's stopping him? Could he put MVP on his shoulders and MVP grab the briefcase and drop it down into Almas's hands? Yes. Uh, I will will cite uh, Mella and uh, Ellsworth versus the rest of the field in Money in the Bank, whatever year that was. See, there you, like there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Holy shit, I remember things. All right. So that might be a thing that happens, but he'll probably get... Is there a spear guy in the match? I think Drew does a kind of spear, doesn't he? Mm. Like a shoulder tackle. I Either him or Sheamus, no one. I don't know. Maybe Sheamus. Because, like, you, they, that, that's what they're going to do. They're going to do a team-up where it's Sheamus and Drew versus they're going to take out Omos together. Yeah. That's, like, the only way if they team they're gonna up. They're going to bury Omos in ladders and the announce desk. And... Yeah, they're going to they're gonna kill him off. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have one guy do, like, a chop block and the other guy do, like, a fucking crossbody or something or, like, a drop like kick. Low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like something like that. Just take them down, and then you can make a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. So I just reminded myself that I did not take my ginkgo biloba today. All right, good, good stuff. I was, I was, I was in a rush to make sure we got this ready on time. A lot of moving parts today. Uh, moving ahead on Monday Night Raw, Finn and Priest uh, try to recruit either. Try to recruit Dominic for the for what are they the 
judgment the judgment day the forbidden judgment society or whatever yeah yeah <laughs> that's what they should be called and now they're recruiting the, the little boy into their group yeah. they want they, they need some new blood and ray shouts at them in spanish basically like let why don't you guys fight me and we'll 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 figure it out yeah basically what, what he said mm-hmm. yeah uh, backstage with Cena and Zeke. Stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. See, even John Cena knows that Ezekiel is separate from Elias. Yeah. He was telling he was them to, to be true to himself. Yeah. You know, never never forget who you are. Right. Vince introduced Cena, so that was Vince's moment this week. Yeah, next week he's going to sell Viagra to us. Yep. Or hymns, whatever the fucking podcast version is. <laughs> I think it's hymns and Manscaped. I, I hope it's Manscaped. No one wants hairy grapefruits. That's right. Uh, I'm glad to see no one interrupted Cena to start a feud. At least not while he was out there talking. Yeah. Theory... Theory walked out to him earlier, I believe. Yeah, in the back. Yeah. And he was going to take a selfie, and he didn't take it. It's like, what are you waiting for? No, Cena was still there. You just couldn't see him in the phone. That's what all I'm saying. That's him. why I was saying that. Because, like, Theory <laughs> just had the phone out, and he got upset. It's like, oh, hello. Take mm. the picture. It's kind of rude yep. to just leave him standing there. So I think that probably upset Cena a little bit more. Yeah. Turn on the Cena camo. Yeah, well. He so got disrespectful. Getting, that's why he couldn't see him. Yep. We're getting updates on Cody, which is good. Got him on TV. Still talking about Seth. So obviously this he's not done with Seth. No. Not by a long shot. Nope. He might cost him the fucking cash in that SummerSlam if he's well enough. Hope so. That's possible. That'd be a really good way to continue the feud. Oh yeah, yeah. That's probably that's probably the best way to continue the feud, actually. Exactly. It's about it's about the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. so you can't cash in cause Cody Rhodes. <laughs> yeah. It'll drive him crazy. Yep. And I hope that they keep this going for so long that in like four or five years. And they ask Becky and Cody's kid who her favorite wrestler is. And she says it's Cody Rhodes. And it just starts it up over again. Yeah. <laughs> that would that be would amazing. Be yeah. <laughs> and then you'll have both Becky and Cody just mad. <laughs> I mm. mean, Seth. <laughs> Becky and Cody's mad because we all know who the real father is. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Poor Brandy. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> it's Eddie. Alright. Uh so then we had uh what was this a six pack challenge? What the hell? I don't I didn't write down the name of the match. What, but the, it was the last chance royale for the spot. Yeah. The before the Yeah, and before before the match they tell us the rules and they say that elimination by count out or disqualification is possible, but it didn't happen. It wasn't enforced. No. There were people out there for like a twenty count. Like, why even say it? 
Like no one would have said anything. And like, but all the right, I guess the announcers tell us like like after they notice that it's not being enforced, like well, you can't lose by counter disqualification. Like, but I mean, you could be eliminated. But the ring announcer just told us. Yeah, and you can be eliminated. Yeah. Like if you're counted out, you get sent to the back. If you're disqualified, you get sent to the back. Like, what's the problem here? How hard is that? You got all these referees too. Like, what are they mm-hmm. doing? Trying to beat traffic? Like, just have so. more than one referee out there. Seriously, like, but one on the left, one in the middle, and one on the right. Yeah. Like and, you do for a Royal Rumble. Yeah. Like, if you want, you could have for each side of the ring. I don't give a shit. They're no. doing anything else. What are you afraid they're gonna run into each other? No, just stick to your section. Yeah. God damn. So we finally had Becky qualify. Yeah, like she would. Yeah, like there was any doubt, you know? Right. It was just the story. It's like, all right, come on, just fucking just let it happen already. I think it comes down to boring or bored creative. Like they, they're not inspired. You know? Ugh. Yeah, I guess. They're like, what do we do? Oh, let's just drag it out. Why? Because I can't think of anything else. Okay. Like, I can't think of anything else is not a good reason to to go with you, literally the first idea that comes out of your head because, you know, you got four weeks of TV to fill, so you drag it out. Yeah. Make it interesting. I mean, I... Like have have Becky have or have Asuka and Becky, right? Like have Asuka have pinned Becky to qualify, but a later replay shows Becky's foot was under the rope. And then have Becky beat Asuka, but like her foot was on the rope or or something. Like do something like that. Like even that will be annoying, but I think less annoying than this. Wasn't it like a last chance thing for people who failed to qualify? Yeah. So it kind of makes sense in what they were doing. But, like, they were always going to put her in there, I guess. So it's but Becky like, got, like, six. She got, like, six. Her and Oscar both got, like, six chances. Yeah, that's true. But I, I guess it works because Becky's a heel. Yeah. Um. But, like, now I don't know. And it's possible that this is also some of the fallout still from Sasha and Naomi walking out. Because you got to figure that one or both of them were figured into these plans somewhere. And so this had to be rewritten, too. Let's hope this is the last of that. Yeah, I hope so. And, like, you know what, man? Sasha Banks, F you for this. You know, because this is your fault. (laughs) You did this to me. I'm taking it personal. And Me you know, specifically, I, someone you never met or will ever know in your life. How dare you? Mm-hmm. I'm the victim. We are all the victims here. Unbelievable. And I, I can't even say that's harsh because she she had a job and she said no. Listen, Rich, you know, at the end of at the end of the day, you need to realize something. WWE is about representation mm-hmm. and it's about time. It's about time that the young girls out there, you know, that are quitters have someone to aspire to. 
Okay, <laughs> it's about time, is what I say. Hmm. You know, I I keep trying to drill into my stepson's head that like you shouldn't do that. That's illegal. They stopped lobotomies you, a long time ago. You can't lobotomize your fucking kids. Okay, but moving on from that, <laughs> I keep I keep trying to get through to him that eventually you're you're gonna have a job that you don't like. And your boss is going to tell you to do something that you don't want to do. If you say no, you'll probably be fired. Yeah, most likely. So unless it's something that is not legal or not safe, you can't say no to your boss. If your boss says, listen, once this lady's done... I need you to take this piano wire and kill her. You can say right. no to that. And right. you might want to report him to the authorities, but make sure yes. he doesn't know that it was you because that could be dangerous. Right. Right. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Something like that, you know. Anyway. Yeah. Smackdown. Smackdown. Uh, the male money in the bank. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. They were all on top of ladders except Omos. Omos doesn't need a ladder, but he really, really, really does. He could really use, like, a regular size ladder. Yeah. So, Excuse how... Me. Let's say it's, it's someone's first time watching wrestling, right? Like, okay. Oh, SmackDown is about. And I see Michael Cole and, and Pat McAfee talking to me about the show... And they're like, oh, the participants in the Money in the Bank ladder match are, they're up there. They're on the ladders. They're just chilling, waiting, to, waiting for us to pass, pass it over to them. It just seems very unnatural. It's stupid. I, I, when they started doing this, I always thought it was stupid. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, well, we see that you guys have the ability to get to the top of these ladders. So, boy, Money in the Bank's going to be great tomorrow because I know – that these guys, with the exception of Obas, who's probably afraid of heights, because most big men are, uh, yep. they they are not they are not afraid to just sit on these ladders. Wow, they're so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like what? <laughs> like the only thing good about that segment was that Miz is not going to be in Money in the Bank. Like that's the only thing good. Yeah. Because if he would have got in, I would have got pissed off. Like if they really wanted to hype. Money in the bank and make this segment slightly believable. Start with one guy in the ring on a ladder, right? Seth Rollins doing his thing. <laughs> I'm gonna look how easy. I'm just gonna reach up and grab money in the bank, and then you then you have Drew McIntyre come out, but he brings a ladder with him, sets it up, and says, "I don't have to get as high as you. I'm gonna get the money in the bank contract, right? Whatever." And Sheamus, he brings a ladder. I have them bring out their own ladders and then Wait. get up on them. Oh, my God, dude. So you want to waste – at least they didn't waste TV time showing them climb up those fucking things. You want them to waste TV time bringing the ladder, setting it up, and then doing what they were going to fucking do anyway. But it makes Are more you sense. serious? But it makes more sense than having these six guys oh. who a bunch of them don't like each other. Just sitting on ladders waiting for a cue from the director. Or don't do it. Because if Omos was smart, he wasn't on a ladder. He could have shoved them all 
and they all could have got hurt, and he could have been the only one that's fresh for Saturday. These segments never make sense. Like, it's it's so stupid, but you somehow made it worse, and I hate you for it. <laughs> but, like, I get what you were trying to say. If you would have just stopped with them, if, if you, if, like, when you uh, say they were going to bring their own and that, I didn't think they were going to demonstrate climbing up the ladder. If they didn't do that, then fine. But, like, you just had them doing what they were going to do anyway. With longer mm. steps, so I could be angrier while I'm watching it. Why is this happening? Why are they just letting them do this? How is this not a brawl? And they had it's a always, battle royal for no reason. It's always stupid. Oh it's yeah. Just, oh it, no, 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 no. That battle royal was for supremacy in WWE. They oh, told that's us. right. That's right. They, they kept telling us <laughs> that. Did. That's exactly what that was. So now. Are we sure that? that I think that was just Pat, though. I don't know if Cole said that, too. No, Pat asked. Pat, Pat's like, <laughs> why, what's his battle royal for? And Cole's like, supremacy in WWE. <laughs> he was so serious. And I'm pretty sure he was just being sarcastic. He's like, I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> I think I think um imagine Cole is like you know the punch I think Pierce kind of said it. Listen, think of yeah, fuck Pierce. But like could you just imagine Cole just covers the thing? Hey, I have no idea what's going This might be a rapist or something. I don't know. <laughs> just fucking say the thing. <laughs> That's just <what's> the privacy. <laughs> like, no. Fuck off. It's like oh, I don't know reasons. At least so it, now it was Happy, a number one contender on Rampage. Yeah. Oh so now Happy God. Corbin has supremacy in WWE, and he's yeah. farting rainbows. God damn it. Another supremacist farting rainbows. Just what we need. <laughs> Unbelievable. And he's bald, too. He's not helping his case. <laughs> oh. Fucking... And then, then, but then it did, not enough to get him into money in the bank, though. Yeah. <laughs> then we had the new vicious Viking Raiders trademark. Wow, they beat up the New Day. Well, New Day started it while Viking yeah, Raiders because, had well, their technic- giant shields. Technically, the Viking vicious Viking Raiders. The new they vicious started Viking it. Raiders. The new vicious Viking Raiders started it last week when they attacked them and the Shaking Shanky. Yes. So the really scraping shanky. Yeah, whatever they want to call the idiot with the sky scraping rump shaking shanky. It's stupid that I hate yeah. it. Oh, well, you know, he's Indian, so he has to dance. Fear's lucky. Fear's lucky they can't have more than one dancing Indian guy. Well, looking guy. Uh per fucking whatever. Listen, Veer has the brightest future out of all of them because he, like, he's intimidating as all hell, and he can speak really well. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to see him on the Today Show. Yes, you know, can't wait, can't wait. Him and Miz. Yeah, they'll have him on the Today Show, and he's gonna be in like a lab coat, and he's gonna teach like some science shit. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, he's really smart. And yeah. Like, he, he'll talk like Keith Lee pretends to talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, this is really how I speak. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, but you're so... Listen, a man must tap into a savage nature in order to beat the hell out of people. Mm-hmm. I'm sophisticated. I'm an actual vintner. I, I'm not like... Mm. Uh, 
that <laughs> idiot with the red beard. Rowan. Yeah. So backstage, Miz, Mad Cat Moss, Zeke, and King Corbin, Happy Corbin, they're they're bickering. Why? I don't know. Because Corbin has supremacy now, and they don't like it. Well, so Pierce listen, tries, we're getting tired of these Corbin supremacists. Yeah. So Pierce tries to break it up, but then he makes a fatal four-way. Oh, by the way, it's hey. You know, this actually works out because we're going to make this fatal four-way for the last money in the bank spot. Wow, he's such a great official. Presumably, that spot was going to be for Kevin Owens. We don't know what's up with him. He was not far. So, yeah. That's that. Fatal four-way for the last spot. We then had... What? What? We then had... The only time in WWE when Raw and SmackDown collide is typically Survivor Series, but we had a Survivor Series preview four months early on SmackDown. Oh, it's the ladies' tag team. Yeah, three-on-three with Becky hanging out on commentary, doing awesome commentary stuff. Yeah. What is it, Mihole? Mihole. I don't know why. Maybe that's maybe that's a Gaelic pronunciation. I don't know. I don't know. It's close enough to me. I understood it. Close enough to her hole. What? What? What are you it's doing? Me hole. So it's like she hole. No, I think what she means is Michael Cole's an asshole. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe. Oh, he's a he's a me he's, hole. Yeah, because. Pat said, there's A-hole, B-hole. You know, he was going to keep going. That's Oh, is that when, where that came from? Yes! Wow, okay, I wasn't paying enough attention. Obviously not, you busy with your fucking nose and your supercar trying to beat up Ricochet or whatever. Just trying to level my freaking guys so I could pro them, so I could have more than one goddamn card slot. That's what she said. Yes. Uh, then Sonya slaps Adam Pierce for putting her in a handicap match last week. It's hard to That's gauge the- where he, this guy is at. Like, he does all this shit, and then he just lets her slap him. Like, uh, that's a fine. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I'm wearing a jacket. And yes. by the rules that you live by, then you can't <laughs> be doing that shit. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that shit comes up next week where he's like, yeah, I was wearing a jacket, and you're suspended. Yeah. Without pay. Yeah. Have fun. There you go. So if I had a chance to do my highlighting this week, this would have been highlighted red. Take a guess. Uh, you can't be upset that Mad Cat Boss is in the uh, Buddy the Bank ladder match. No, no, no. I don't care about that. It's before that. The Ask Them Anything segment. Oh. Riveting. Riveting. So so I get to watch an eight-minute segment. I, don't, I didn't time it, I'm guessing. An eight-minute segment on my TV where someone, presumably not Kayla Braxton herself, collected questions from all of the WWE universe, quote, including herself, she mentioned, that people are dying to know the answers for. I didn't yeah. even fucking write. I didn't. I, I didn't write down a word about what was actually asked. I knew this was going to be so stupid, and boy was it. 
Oh, yeah, you better believe it. This is not riveting TV. Like, they literally do this on Instagram. Yeah, it's Instagram, it's TikTok. It's like, it's like taking a dump at the airport, hashtag AMA. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I... Man, imagine being that famous where you can't actually do that. Yeah. Well, Is that what you like, wanted to do when you were at the airport? It sounds a little close to home. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody answered. I'm sorry, dude. I didn't have my phone nearby. <laughs> I do have my notifications. I, I feel like every day like I, I'll log on to Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and I'll say – and I'll, I'll see I'll see one some wrestler say, waiting at the airport or waiting for the rent car. Hashtag AMA. Next time I'm on the toilet, guys. I'm going to do taking a dump, AMA. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And I'm there for a while, so, you know. But you know what? But you know what? But they ended up swapping catchphrases at the end. Ooh. Oh. Controversial. So cool. So cool. Who's fucking writing this? Um, you know, Vince is still, still in charge of creative. Yep, he is. Ask, ask them anything. She, she asked them one question each. That's what you got? That's what you got. You got one question each. She asked, she asked the Usos if they were scared of the Street Profits. I don't remember what she asked Street Profits. I didn't give a shit. Oh. That, that, that stuck in my head as being a particularly stupid question. Basically, you guys have just been sucking. Uh, hey, what's oh, that? Oh, Part, part, part of Kayla's question to Street Profits was uh, basically, uh, what's up with you two not getting along? Yeah, what's up with that? I So I think that is... Are you sure it's not part, the Usos just fucking with them? It could be that, which would be great. But I think it's sort of part two of the push forward to the moon as a solo star phase. Uh yeah, because it's I, definitely I know. gonna be Angelo Dawkins, right? That's the guy. That's, oh, that's, that's Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the internet has um, sort of enlightened me to the fact that Ford is putting on a, quite a bit of muscle mass. Like I've I've always known he's like in great shape, but yeah, his biceps biceps were looking pretty huge last night. Yeah. Well, you know, he's he's he's. You know, he, he's married to the EST, so maybe you know they're doing a lot of fucking. But listen, at the end of the day, <laughs> you, you know, do gotta do. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> That's why every day, every day, if you're on Montez Ford's Twitter, he says three. God is good. <laughs> thanks for interrupting me. But Sorry. yes, the three words. God is good. And you might think for two seconds, like, why is it every? And then you like. Well, it's obvious to me. Like, yeah. the guy's living his best life. So, like, of course he's going to say God is good. Yep. God is good all the time. Mm-hmm. With the rest of that. He's in a high-profile feud. Got a hot wife and who's a champ in a high-profile feud. He has a pool, I'm assuming. Probably. You know, they all have pools. I wonder if they listen, guys. If you're going to get a house, make sure you get a pool because it's good for your body. You want yeah. Great cardio. So that and like your bones. 
you know. What does it do for the bones? Well, you know, when you're floating, you know, you don't have any pressure on them, you know. True. It's good for relaxation. Yes, I, I do know that. I fucking wish I had a pool. I wish this hotel had a pool. What kind of hotel doesn't have a pool? Shitty one. It's not yeah. a shitty hotel. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. Then it should have a Although, fucking pool. Shitty hotels. Some shitty hotels have pools. Oh, okay. If you say so. I think... I mean, it's been it was months months ago that I booked this, but I think I went into this knowing that since we were going to be here a week, that it would be really really expensive. So I'm like, all right, let me get a cheap hotel. Room is nice. Room is a little small, but nice. Uh, I didn't measure this TV, but I think it's like a 50 inch or so. So it's not bad. It's on, it's on arm, so I I was able to like swing it over this way to rewatch Blood and Guts earlier. Um. But yeah, it's it's otherwise just a bedroom, a desk, and the bathroom. What more do you there's need, the my one, friend? Well, there's the one office chair. There's no other chair. No so, water bed? No, nah, it's a regular bed. Fuck, you should have got the water bed, bro. Next time we'll talk yeah. to our guy, we'll get All you right. something better. Right. Um, next All time right. you travel out for business like that, we'll figure it out. All right, you know, you know, you know who I should contact about that after our guy if he doesn't work for whatever reason. Yeah, you could dip into the Booker's expense account, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll hire Max Dupree. That was the next segment. Maximum male models. Yeah, man. I guess they got a, I They changed Mansoor Man's name. Yeah, he's Mansoir. I mean, I don't like it, but I respect his journey. Um, What is it? Marseille? Marseille? It's almost like Mar- Maurice. Mm-hmm. Marseille and Mansois. I gotta say, I like uh, Max's glasses. Those are pretty cool. Like red frames. Kind of cool. He's very fashionable. What a fashionable male. Very fashionable. Definitely fashionable male. <clears throat> so, the wife was sitting, she was playing on her phone while I'm watching this. And I said to her, I'm like, the fanny pack, bro, on the chest. Woo! Yeah, That's cool. it's ballsy. I, I said, I said to her, I'm like, I could fast forward this. She's like, so I don't, you know, I'm like, because I can get through it. <laughs> and, and, and I explained to her how, what we always talk about, how sometimes you're like, dude, come over, watch SmackDown, it's going to be great. And then something like this comes on, and you have to sort of explain how it's not always great, but there's sometimes great stuff. And basically the hardships of being a wrestling fan. It's not easy. Yeah. Like I'm not like that that segment wasn't the same was cringy. But yeah. obviously it was done to introduce these new characters. Could yeah. they have done so a better way? Sure. But this fits with the gimmick. You know what? I get what you're saying because, you know, the other day I was thinking about a story. And the reason why I was able to get through this, Richter, is was, you know, I don't know if you're if you know this, but when I was a child, I went to church a lot and Mm -hmm. we learned about a guy named Jesus. And this guy, you know, he knew like this guy, like he knew that his father was sending him to his death. 
And, like, he knew that one of his friends was going to betray him. And, like, he saw all this was coming. And you know what he did, Rich? He just soldiered on. He kept pushing. You know, he was Mm. in the desert for a long time. And the devil's like, hey, man, I give you all this shit. This can stop. And Jesus, knowing what was coming for him, he kept it pushing. He was brave until the very end when he's cried out. Father, why have you forsaken me? Because like he just made it. And that prepared me to watch this segment. And I didn't have to yes. fast forward. Because if Jesus could go on and do what he had to do for us, mm-hmm. then by golly, by golly, geez, gee whiz, I'm watching this segment. And I did it. And I'm glad I did. Because if it helps, Monsoor... I will do what's necessary. Mansoir. Because whatever you call him, that's my homeboy. I I will always back you, bro. It's Becky Lynch. It's Mansoor, man. Forever. I will not pick <laughs> against you guys. I will always hold you down like gravity because I know, and look, it may take Mansoor a very, very long time to get anywhere near to the level I believe Becky Lynch would be. But he can do this. Mm -hmm. And I want to be man enough to do what I'm about to do right now. And it's to grovel. As I shove you beneath a bus... And take the time to acknowledge the tribal chief Roman Reigns. God damn it. Before Rich Therese, over an hour and 44 minutes in, has yet to acknowledge the tribal chief. I've given him every opportunity. Thank you for allowing us this platform. And for allowing us to remain the official podcast on the Island of Relevancy. Even though Rich Therese is currently on probation. Because of what he's done. I feel so much better now. (laughs) Even from probation and my exile in Nashville, I would like to acknowledge our tribal chief. And also thank him for allowing us this platform and for being the official podcast of the Isle of Relevancy. He's been gone too long. This This is a tough test. It's very difficult, but we are in the testing time. We are. That we are believers and true believers. He is testing our faith. He is testing our faith. It, you know, even even if you're not at your own table at your home, Rich, he still sits the head of all tables. And I feel like you've forgotten that. And it's going to be to your detriment when we start doing money in the bank picks. Well, I left a space on my right. There's no seat over here. There's no chair, but he has a spot directly to my right for him to sit at if he were so inclined. All right. That's great, Rich. But your stalling is going to get you nowhere. Um, I know. Listen, listen, we still got NXT before we get to our predictions. All right. Let's so let's power through NXT. Because that's going to be a little painful also, like Roxy and Cora versus Casey and Casey. But the main event was Mandy Rose versus Nikita Lyons. What are you talking about? 
That that shit should have been rest- that's the main event for WrestleMania next year. Mm. And they just gave it a they gave it away on fucking free television. Fuck my words. Crazy. It, Crazy. That needs to be the main event of WrestleMania this year. Uninterrupted. There wasn't a clean finish, so we don't know who the better one was. Right. No one lost, but no one won. But you would say that, but I say that we won. I would say that we, as wrestling fans, won. We, as hot blooded men specifically, and some women, mm-hmm. won. We all won. That's right. Uh, because of the athleticism being displayed, obviously. Yes. Obviously, yes, yes, yes. athleticism. Yes. The sport. You know. Only fans of mania. All right. The sport. Uh, sport. Sport, guys. Sport. We're, we're all about the sport. Woo! Uh, getting through this here. Giovanni Vinci beat Ikamanjiro. He still has a jacket with his face all over it. Did you see that cover? Like, he, like, jack off time's eyes were open the whole time. Oh, like, yeah. It looked like he was dead. I'm yeah. Like, wow. He didn't nope. even. Maybe that's why he still has a job, because he sells well. You know, it would be great if, like, his eyes were still open and the other dude just closing them for him. Ha. Huh. That'd be great. Yeah. So Grayson Waller comes up to Carmelo Hayes, says, "Hey, I got I got some stuff for uh, some fa- some friends of mine that are fans of yours to sign," and he falls yeah, for it. That was so stupid. Like, dude, you are so high on your own supply, you don't notice how fucking skeezy he's being. This doesn't make any sense. But hey, you do what you gotta do. Yeah. Going through here, Kiana James beats Indy Hartwell with her feet on the rope. That's because she's using her her acumen. Mm-hmm. Because uh, she wears glasses, so she's smart. Yes. What what so what irks me about like her entrance right now? I'm sure they tell you, okay, on this beat of the song, this is what you do. You take off the glasses on beat, right? Like you do this on beat, but it looks so rigid when she does it. It's like you can be on beat and also not be rigid. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe this is a minor thing. Because obviously she like she's still not there yet in her in ring work, but with the presentation you could be more fluid. Yes. Okay. Practice will get you there. Remember, this yes. is NXT. This is not like this is an NXT black and gold. Yeah, this, this, this is like this, this is NXT Unicorn puke. It's a different kind of thing. Like this is like somehow NXT went down a step. Yeah, th- yeah. This is hey, we're developmental again. Yeah, basically, it's basically televised OVW. 
yep. but with like not as good talent. Mm-hmm. So Stacks and uh, Stacks, Stacks and Tony D'Angelo apparently buried two dimes at sea. Wow, man! I, so they killed him. Yeah. Okay. I knew they were going to do something like that. They whacked him. Mm-hmm. And we knew it was him because it was he threw the watch in after. Yep. And someone calls says, "Hey, what's up, North American champ? How you doing?" And then he throws his phone because he's not the North American champ. Yeah. I don't know if that was supposed to be quote one of the legatos, as he would say, but they should they like should another person that he upset. <laughs> uh, oh, probably. I, I I just I just didn't recognize the voice. Maybe so, maybe they were doing a voice. Could be. Could be. They're giving Wes more mic time, Wesley, which is good. Let him develop because his in-ring work is great, so uh, he needs a character. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, dissolution or trouble in paradise for the diamond mine. Yeah, look, it's. I think it's time to fire Roderick Strong. Please fire um, Roderick I think- Strong. <laughs> I mean, no, like not in like a serious, obviously, guys, we're kidding. You know, you don't want anybody, but he'd probably have a better time in AEW, um, I think. I don't want him on TV. Um, look, at the end of the day, it's going to he's going to be the other guy. And um, uh, undisputed elite or whatever they call themselves. So he'll be happier there. You know, Tony Khan wants to co- finish his collection. So. But this yeah, but diamond like mine least... thing kind of sucks. Like they, it, they should just kick Roddy out. Yeah. Like he's obviously the issue here. Mm-hmm. And just not have a leader. Yeah. You got tag team, Ivy Nile, and Damon Kemp if he wants to stay. Like Judgment Day, they don't have yeah. a leader. Right. The Judgment Day. Yeah. Whatever. You know <laughs> what I mean. Yes. So backstage, Mackenzie sort of asks uh, Carmelo Hayes about his title match against Grayson Waller next week. He's like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, you signed a contract. She, he's like, I didn't sign no contract. And, and, then, and then the dim light bulb goes off. Like, oh, that little fucker. So he just traced his signature? He forged his name? I guess. Because it's not like he had him signing contracts exactly. He had him signing his name to stuff. Yeah. So I guess he was using it to forge his name. He probably like scanned it. and. But there's like evidence. Like that's not going to hold up. Like Carmelo Hayes could easily dispute this. This makes no sense. Yeah. I, I don't want to dig too far into this because it's all stupid. All right. If you say so. Saying it beats Zion Quinn. We had a Wendy Chu vignette for some reason. Because everybody loves Wendy Chu for some reason. Who? 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 Uh, they're, they're out there. 
Um, they're out there. I'm not saying they any of them are here with me. There. I'm not saying that I'm one of them. I'm just saying there exists a subset of uh, fans, if you will. Must be. So as you already mentioned, uh, there was why well, I think it was Nikita Lyons beat Mandy by DQ because Toxic attacked her. Yeah, but like you know, not like a real finish, you know, not right. like clean or you know, mm. there's still a chance for this to be the main event of WrestleMania this year. Um, so we'll see mm. if that ever happens, but it should happen. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, that was a lot. That was a lot. That was probably the match of the week, I think. Um, I think better than any match at Forbidden Door, if I'm being honest. Really? Really? Yeah. Y- yeah. You know, in different ways, I feel. Like, you know, some things for me measure higher than others. I get it. I get it. I you know, it. I'm really all about athleticism, and that's what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. obviously. I will Osprey's got nothing on the Kill Lions. I mean, look, I didn't say it. <laughs> you know, uh, it's a little controversial. Even me, you know, I, you know, that's something I'm, a, I, you know, I'm afraid to touch, you know, mm-hmm. a little controversial. Gotcha. Yeah. So we had a face to face with uh, Braun Breaker and Kevin Grimes. They had a scuffle. Grimes tosses Braun into the turnbuckle so hard. He had to do it a second time, by the way. Uh, so hard that the whole turnbuckle popped off. Yeah, and Grimes is like, yeah, maybe I don't have a chance against you, but maybe I got a chance against not 100% you. How about that? Right. Think about that. You looking good, buddy? Huh? Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, his shoulder, his shoulder welted up pretty quick. So. Yeah, I'm like, wow, that's impressive. Yeah. It's almost like Wonder, he's hurt for real. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Uh, so let's move on to the meat and potatoes here the basement championship is on the line tonight 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 at the money in the bank premium live event only on peacock i just want one one day for there to be a a wwe in your house money in the bank i don't care how it happens i want that I want that specifically. In your house. In your house, money in the bank. Oh, no, money in your bank in your house. Yes. I want a money in the bank in your house. I don't care if it has to be an NXT thing. Fucking do it. Mm. All right, so let's start here. Uh, Theory defending against Bobby Lashley, the U.S. championship on the line. Uh, it's gonna be theory, I guess. Yeah, I wonder how. He's gonna squirt baby oil in Bobby Lashley's eyes. Makes sense. Okay, match two for the undisputed tag titles. Usos defending against Street Profits. Ah, uh, Usos, because they want the smoke. And also, they the ones. Like, I know that this week they switched it, but the Usos are still the ones. And they's the twos. Yeah, the Usos are still the ones. Yeah. Um, let me see. 
sorry, ADD, I see an ad here for uh, SummerSlam, which is going to be in Nashville, of course, uh, the weekend I am not here, Saturday, July 30th. No, you're staying uh, there until then. Yeah, but that's a Nissan Stadium, which I passed by a couple times. Took a picture of it. Break in and get to the 50-yard line or whatever. Then what? I don't know. I'll take a picture. Let me take a selfie. All yeah. Right. Uh, I think I'm going with Usos also, because if there is any sort of dissension between the Street Profits, that would be a good time to start to show it. Because I haven't noticed any of that. It's almost you like know? they're making it up. Hmm. You know, that would be good. It's like, hey, um, I heard you guys weren't talking. No, what, what, we're talking. What are you talking about? Why wouldn't we yeah. talk? Oh, but mm-hmm. well, people are starting to say, what do, what, what do you mean? What are they saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, like well, started. I <laughs> well, I didn't know we were having trouble. Are are you unhappy in this tag team, bro? <laughs> exactly. Like, like listen, do you, do you do you do you want to start tagging with other people? Is this a temporary thing? Are we, are we broken up? Is there a reason? Is this something I did? Can can we still tag together every now and then? You know, is this like a no more, never before, never again? What are we talking about mm-hmm. here? Are you gonna give me a box of my stuff that I left at your place? Like. I mean, what what what's going? What's the problem here? Uh, like, I don't understand. I just thought everything <laughs> was going good. <laughs> like, you know, if, if you're unhappy, tell me. Like, let me, like I can't fix it. I mean, what the is problem there, is? Is there a reason that I shouldn't be unhappy? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be interesting. I hope. I can only hope. Well, I don't so. know. The greatest pay-per-view of all time just happened, so who knows? It did. It did. <laughs> Forbidden Door. Uh, Ronda Rousey versus Natalia for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey, and then Lacey Evans is going to cash in on her. because she's gonna, nah, I don't know. Becky's going to win money in the bank, so maybe nah, Becky's not going to cash in on Ronda. Not yet. That'd be cool if she did. Yeah, I'm going Ronda also. Same reasoning. What if Becky wins back the Raw Women's Championship and then uses the money in the bank on Ronda Rousey later? I would do unify, that. Unify those two? Yeah. I mean, it up. makes more sense to unify the Women's Championship than it does the uh, Universal because at least there's more singles wrestlers and there are women for yeah. two for two belts. Yep. So I agree. So Bianca versus Carmella for the Raw women's title. Ah, it's go that's easy. It's Bianca Belair. Like Carmella's a you know fill in. Um and I don't think she's got what it takes to beat Bianca Belair who's just beating everybody. Yes and yes. Also, Carmella, like you can tell it's not going to be Carmella because she hasn't gotten as much prominent TV time as Bianca. And she's a swap. Yeah. Like everybody knows it's supposed to be Rhea Ripley and that's not what we're getting. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this, I, I don't know what's what's up. Oh, so it was it was her teeth and brain, so concussion probably. I remember now. Yeah, at least it's not both. Like she has like her tooth and her brain. Like imagine. Yeah, that would. I could imagine. Yeah, I got a tooth in my brain, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that, that almost happened to Cesaro that time. Anything can happen in the WWE. Ow. Just ow thinking about it. All right. Men's Money in the Bank. Seth Rollins or it's Drew McIntyre or Sheamus, Omar, Sami Zayn, Riddle, Mad Cat Moss. There's seven guys. So yeah. we all we each get one, right? Yeah. Um, I was thinking I'm going to pick Seth Rollins. But like secretly, I think it's going to be Omos. Mm. I mean, it's not because it's going to be Seth Rollins, but it, it would be interesting if it was Omos. But I don't think so. I think they're going to kill him off like mid-match, and then he's not going to be an issue. Yeah. yeah it'll be buried or something. I'm also going with Seth for the same reasons because it makes sense. It's, you know, the the Cody thing is clearly just not done. It won't ever be done. This is, it's kind of like, Dusty had like a crazy long feud with um Harley Race, right? I or Ric don't, Flair. Ric I, Flair. I know him and Ric Flair had a bit of a thing going. Yeah, so this is this is like Dusty and Flair. Like Cody and Seth. Yeah, except Cody and, doesn't have a broken leg, he has a torn peck. Right. And you I think you made the parallel last week or maybe the week before. That Cody's got the flare hair. Yeah. He's got flare hair. Or he's got dusty hair. You know, Dusty's hair was that color too. Yeah, Dusty was blonde too. Yeah. Maybe that's why he dyes it. Yeah, that's probably it. All right. Women's money in the bank. Uh it's gonna be Becky. So. I mean, if it's not Becky, then who could it be, you know? Like, I can't pick against her, so that's my pick anyway. Looks like we're going to have to do a tiebreaker. Yeah, Be- Becky makes the most sense here. I-, I mean, the argument could be made for Asuka also. Yeah, but uh, she already, like, I don't think she needs to be... Uh, How do I say this respectfully? She doesn't need to be in a title picture right now. I don't think like her reign, her championship reign wasn't. I can't really remember any like memorable feud for it. Yeah, I think was that when she was like going against like Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler and them. Does that makes sense. Who? Oh yeah, and like she was feuding with like Sasha and Bailey, I think. Because, like, it was her and Kyrie Sane against them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was when they destroyed Kyrie and broke her and she went home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... So, yeah, that's why. And, you know... Like, why wouldn't Becky get it? Yeah. All right. So, WWE has been predictable lately. So we got all the same, and I'm not going back and changing. It doesn't sound like you're going back and changing anything. So we need this tiebreaker. I have my time locked in. What is your guess? Um, I'm going to go with uh, 29 and a half minutes. Ooh, 
Um, yeah, because I'm assuming that the main event is going to be the male ladder match. Mm-hmm. You might have this one. I got 22 minutes. Look, it's not a competition that I'm winning here. You know, it's really... Um, let's all just remember that I climbed up half a rock wall and climbed right back down. I didn't jump off. I climbed down. I couldn't make it. Ah. All right. So we both have Bianca Belair to retain to be Carmella. By the way, not necessarily retain. Probably definitely going to retain, but like Bianca's going to be Carmella. Seth is going to win Men's Money in the Bank. Becky's going to win Women's Money in the Bank. Ron is going to beat Natty. Usos over the Street Profits. And Theory over Lashley. Jerry's got 29 and a half minutes for the main event, whereas I got 22 minutes. The halfway looks like it's around 26 minutes and change. Well, good luck. And I'm not being sincere at all. I don't mean it. I know. I don't want you to have good luck. Um, Really. Um, I need to win this. Um, Because what am I about about the championship? Listen, you have the best record with the basement championship. You are the champion to beat. Yeah. So when I beat you, it will be that much sweeter. Yeah, and when you fail to beat me, um, mm-hmm. I am powered by the month of July, okay? This is the month of America, and it's mm-hmm. flowing through my veins. So uh, I've got the the, the 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 founding fathers, brother, running wild. Nice. Um, you know, temporarily. Um, but then once 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 we get past 4th of July, everything's back to normal. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, 4th of July, that is in two days, brother. Yeah, in two days. The the country is older. But it, what it, wow. Um that and no Cody. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Crazy. Unbelievable. We we better have an extra special video package for the American Nightmare. Cody Rhodes. This Monday on Raw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I unfortunately will not be watching Money in the Bank live tonight. I will hopefully watch it by Monday. Good I luck. Make any promises. Good Thank luck you. not getting spoilers. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to have to be like Neo in the Matrix. Uh, listen, I'm not going to be on. I'm not going to be on social media other than uh, after when the night is over, when I'm back at the hotel room, I'm going to post pictures I took for the day. Yeah. That's like, it. That's all I'm going to do. Love take, you're, you're that dude that takes picture of his fucking food. Like, all of it. Listen, I'm... Listen, <laughs> you're that guy. Going, I have a separate album for food. I'm also posting to my main profile, Nashville Day 1, Day 2, Day 3. Today will be Day 4. You know what's a little rude that you don't post to the Basement Booker's um, Instagram? Because that seems to me like content. And you're well, not sharing with the Bookerverse. There's nothing wrestling related yet. So what? 
So what? What? You don't think basement book of verses people eat? You don't think I'll they like what. food? I'll tell you what. I you keep talking have... about this trip that you're on. You don't want to share it with the fans. I'll tell you what. I, I got a little bit of time between when I have now and when I have to meet up with the wife. I'm going to see if I can get to the Nashville fairground, the Tennessee fairgrounds, which is what the um, the asylum was called in TNA what it is actually called and see if I can get a picture there. What's that? that what, what book of verse show us your food, show us your food, <laughs> show us food. your food, show us your food. All right, guys, listen, rich. There is the basement book of verse wants to see the food. What do you say to that in this AMA? Go to my Facebook if you if you're not one of my friends if you're not one of show my friends on Facebook. Show us your food. Basement Booker's Pod. Show us your food. Basement Booker's Pod. Send me a message on something on Facebook and I will. Oh send you. my God! No one wants I don't to think do anyone, that. They just want to I'm, go to Basement Booker's Pod and see the food. I'm Put up the food. Put up the food. Show you know, us you may, your food. <laughs> I think you. I think you're successfully convincing me that taking pictures and posting them of my food is stupid. <laughs> well, you are just being lazy, and you're not sharing with the bookiverse. Like I don't understand it. Like it looks really nice. Why not let everybody else see? And like I, it, it doesn't hurt to put stuff on the Facebook Booker's Instagram. I thought the Facebook's Instagram should should stay wrestling related. It's related to us. It's our platform for the podcast and the community. I'll see. No, 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 no. You will do. You will do this for the fans of the book of us. Well, fans of the book of us, let me know if that's what you want. You know, no one's going to do that. No one's going to do that. They never fucking do. Our, Our fans, they're very shy. So they're not going to do that to you. They don't want you to feel uncomfortable. But I don't have a problem with that. Show us your food. <laughs> yeah. All right. Woo! All right. All right. Is, is it time to plug the socials now? I don't know. What's the point if you're not even going to do anything on it? Like, don't, don't, don't advertise it if you're not going to show us your food. Show us your food. Come on, guys. You want me to post regular Nashville pictures on the Basin Booker's Instagram? I'll do yeah, that. Yeah, put the food up. Not Show the food, the, the regular food. pictures. Show us the, what's wrong with the food. It's not like you took any bites or anything. You make sure we get the fresh product. Show us your food. Show us your food. I'll see. All right. Uh, so, this guy sucks. So, Jerry already plugged. The Instagram Basin Bookers Pod. We are, of course, on Twitter at Basin Bookers at Basin Jarrett, which there is. DMs are open. Let us know if you want me to show you the food or anything else. Oh, not, just not that. It. Not that. Uh, if you want to email us, basinbookers at gmail.com. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Let us know your thoughts on last week's Forbidden Door, Blood and Guts, Money in the Bank, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite. Rampage, Dark, Dark Elevation, NXT Level Up. How many fucking other shows are there? I don't know. 
I only watch all those. <sighs> what else? Oh, this podcast. You can find us on, on our Facebook page, Basin Bookers, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I've been walking around, by the way, because it's cool because I got my wireless, uh, my Bluetooth headset going to the phone. That's why you hear why I sound different, by the way. And Jerry's got a parting message. Rich Torres is a coward and a fiend, and he smells like potpourri. The match of life is scheduled for one fall, so make it count. Do what the man says. Follow the bookers and show us your food.